The Rebel Leadership Podcast, a refreshing take on authentic leadership told through real stories. Let's smash the status quo and change how leaders lead once and for all. Vibe. According to the dictionary, it's a person's emotional state or the atmosphere of a place as communicated to and felt by others. Technically, it's intangible, but as working professionals, we all feel it. And sometimes, honestly, you can even see it. Interviewing candidates, especially in a Zoom world, is a difficult task. There are so many subtleties people give off that really show who they truly are And it's the vibe that they give off that's most important. And whether they know it or not, leaders are really interviewing for people and humans and potential first. And then it's about the role at hand. On today's episode, Bryn and Jen Tyndall share years of experience and perspective around interviewing and vibe. It's the first interaction business owners and HR leads have with prospective employees that start to allow us to understand who they truly are at their core and align business need with areas of potential in that perspective candidate. Listen, reflect, and embrace your next aha moment. Throughout our walls, there is this energy, there's this vibe that people give off, and it makes our culture this incredibly complex, amazing place to be. Where do you think vibe starts? From your perspective in HR? Uh, I think vibe starts from things like positivity, um, enthusiasm, and passion for what people do. What does vibe mean to you? All of those same things, actually. I think when I meet someone, I I interpret, I absorb their positivity. I absorb their enthusiasm. It makes me happier. Mm. I enjoy being around them. I would add to that also people who can articulate their thoughts well. Um, That's also very important to me um, Mm -hmm. when I'm interviewing someone, but even in general, when I'm speaking with someone, when I'm talking to friends. Like that personal connection that they have with you in the interview process is so hard to come by or else they kind of look, you know, staged and poisoned, over-prepared. But when they let their guard down and be their true self, you can get this feeling of what is their actual vibe when they if they were to come as an employee. Absolutely. And actually, when we're interviewing people, when they come in and they appear to be nervous, we actually will stop. Bryn and I will actually stop the interview and we'll say to them, hey, it's okay. You're okay. Yeah. Pret- you know, pretend as though, or not pretend, but you're, you're just having a conversation with us. So, you know, we, we give them a moment to sort yeah. of reset themselves because that is important because we want to see their authentic self. How do you see vibe? How do you feel vibe through a resume, though? Resumes are a little more challenging, but I I always love to see cover letters. A lot of times we will receive cover letters where where people will show their personality. Sometimes even people will give us video clips, which are Mm. even better, um, and we get to see them shine. But, you know, sometimes you'll see, for instance, on a resume, someone will throw in a couple adjectives about themselves and not the typical, you know, what you see in resumes with that top line where eager, ambitious, da, 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 you know, that yeah. kind of boilerplate. Sometimes people will throw in things that are um, 
you know, a little more intriguing, a little more interesting about themselves. Um, some of the things that they like to do, like someone, I, I know someone recently applied and said they were a diehard Jets fan. Hmm. You know, so when people throw in their personality, it's interesting. Right. And virtual, the virtual world we've been living in this year has been exceptionally hard because it's it's difficult to sense the vibe through a Zoom call. But what are some like what are some tactics or ways that you can use to pick up on that feeling of energy that you're getting through this video conference? Well, definitely, I think the types of questions we ask um, are geared toward getting at those things. So we ask people. One of the main important questions we ask is. What do you want to be doing? What makes you, when you go to work each day, what are you excited? What are you to do? What are you looking forward to doing? And, and when we hear people articulate that, we can tell how, how enthusiastic they really are about what yeah. they're saying. So it's almost like you're not interviewing for the position, you're interviewing for the company. Because many people here start as one thing and then we truly understand their true vibe and their energy and their strengths and where they their true interest lies and we kind of migrate them to that area of business need that aligns with their I think you're passion. interviewing them as people and humans mm. and potential and I want to go back to something you said a moment ago because when I look at individuals I'm looking for a, a slightly different trait but I was thinking it might be interesting to describe it this way you've never it's very rare to meet an unhappy baby right? If you think of babies, they almost shine, right? People all start out that way. And then life gets in the way. People people start, they initially tell them they're great and they're amazing. They can do anything. And then gradually we start to tell each other that we're not good and we can't do anything. And, and, and you start to believe that, right? When you start to get on the other side and you enter your professional career, the, it, people very clearly begin to fall into two camps. Those that have won and are winning in the game of life, you see it all over because they're still filled with that same optimism that you see in children and babies, yeah. right? And those that are losing, it also is all over. They, you know, you, People are sophisticated. They've learned to hide it. But there's little subtleties that tell you whether they believe they have the power and the skills within to do whatever whatever challenge we put in front of them. Yeah. Right. And that's the critical skill that I'm really trying to discern. So yeah. we start, I think it's really important to understand that we're really starting there about who they are. The fiber of their DNA is what I'm really looking at first, long before we even talk about, okay, let me see if you have the skill sets to perform. Here. Yeah. And that arguably trumps paper and experience and past past work experience more than anything. That person, because you could be the most talented person. You could have the the biggest and baddest resume of all time. But if that vibe is not right, that passion, that that persistence, that confidence that I'm going to figure anything out, like give me the next challenge. And, and you give the people, you, your body, your your how you hold yourself, your face, your eyes, give this away long before you speak with people yeah. if, you, if you know what to look for, right? And um, so what do you look for? Well, I was, I was going to say, you know, it's interesting. Video calls, I'm, I'm learning you, some of that vibe can be faked. You know, it can be faked. It's like you you can't possibly tell the height of an individual. Not that it matters, but I'm just you draw an analogy. Zoom hides the height of people. So yeah. I, I've been amazed sometimes. Some of the people I've made like, oh, Jesus, you're huge. I didn't really like, like huge yeah. at all. You look, yeah. you look like you're right. Um, you, th you think you can see them, but you're really just seeing a little box here. And, and so what, one of the things I, I, I've learned with Zoom interviews, Zoom discussions, is it tells, 
your story from a point of view. Now that completely changes as soon as you see someone walk in the room. You can, I, I've literally gotten to the point, we've gotten to the point, I can literally watch them walk across the room to sit down and just, and you can tell, it pretty much tells the story of their yes. life. I, I, and I know that sounds a little weird, but you can watch the the pattern and the beat and yeah. the shoulders and the face and just the smile. Just their stride and All of it tells you a quick a quick story. Now, as soon as they start talking, you can sort of piece the two together very quickly. But the the vibe, when you talk about the vibe, we give off, all of us, an aura about ourselves, right? It's, it's actually energy is what we're giving off, right? And when that energy is just throbbing, and it is in certain people, that's the piece I think I'm try- we're trying to capture, right? When you see it's been dimmed and beat down and just barely flickering, it's not going to work. Right. Yeah, I think to that end, I mean, you going back to you asked how we get at a person's vibe and some of the questions that we tend to ask, I always ask the easy one, which is what got you passionate about what you're doing? So if you're a designer, if you are a developer, what got you into this in the first place? And if they can't articulate that answer with a high level of passion, that tells me that that flame that Bryn is describing is mm-hmm. out. But going back to his point, I 100% agree. We can also see that when someone walks into the room. Are they exuding sort of that humble confidence? Yeah. Or are their shoulders hunched over? Are they are they meek? Are they nervous? I mean, obviously, people are going to be nervous for an interview. But still, people can be nervous and still energized. Right. So there's a good type of nervousness. Right. And that that energy permeates the business. So that's what culture is. It's a combination of all of our people. So if you're filling all of these like-minded individuals where they all come from extremely diverse backgrounds and experiences and they all are individuals, but when you put them together and those balls of energy together, it's magnetic. And you can feel that presence in team settings, giving and dishing out their own vibes to build the team and the agency forward. It's it's pretty amazing to see when it starts with recruiting. There's another subtlety in there that you'll see that also is here. And there's the story of overcome here too, right? You know, there, there, many of the folks here don't come from that classical, you know, went to an Ivy League school, you know, all that kind of stuff. They, they Many, many of them are self-taught, you know, uh, had to kind of figure it out, had some obstacles they had to overcome that gave them the faith in themselves that they can keep going, right? Um, so in other words, they hit they hit, a, they hit a brick wall, but that didn't stop them. That does stop a lot of people, right? And when you hear that story, right, when you hear that they were splitting their time, doing multiple things, you know, working as hard as they could to, to make up for not being sort of born with, as they say, a silver spoon in your mouth, right? Yeah. And so that is something that we're always looking for in people, people who have overcome things and people who look for the positive, even in the negative. Um, just to sort of expand on that a little bit too, uh, I'm always looking for it sort of related to that for people who are flexible, people who who tell me that or show me through their actions or through what they say that they are open to different ideas and different thoughts um, and that they're willing to bend and flex. Um, because especially in an agency, things move so quickly yes. and things change and pivot so fast. And you have to be someone who is willing to see the positive in that and who's willing to be flexible and, and move with that.
What do you both feel about the role of leadership in identifying vibe, both good and bad? Well, I, I definitely think that's one of the, I mean, we have to do that um, because I think it starts with who we bring on board in terms of what is our work product going to be? How successful are we going to be with clients? I think identifying the right talent and having people who will be able to fulfill the work that will make our clients happy, that's extremely important right. for leadership to, to make sure that we hire the right type of people, obviously. Right. There's a piece of it that I think the responsibility comes on our leadership to say, we have to be very protective of who we bring in, right? We have to preserve that feeling of that culture and that vibe and the vibe that we want our business to be um, all starts with recruiting. It all starts with who we hire because that's what builds on it and makes it even better. Um, so there's a there's a clear distinction there that the vibe is growing and that starts with with who we interview. Right. And I would also say, I mean, as a related to that point, um, because we are so protective of that and because we value that so much in leadership, we've actually, even in situations where we were so busy, um, we've, ref we've held back from hiring people because, you know, people say, oh, we're so busy. We need another person. We need another person. And we know we do. Yeah. But we're not going to just say, okay, fine, let's just bring this person in. If 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 we don't feel those, those traits of yeah. positivity, of resilience, of flexibility, if those people that we interview don't have. Well, we've done it a few times, but then learned, learned the value of not right. doing it. Yeah, right. Right. we should you trust know, our so, gut. So, you right. know, we have bent the rules with respect to that. All right, fine. You know, it's the best we can find at this time. We're bleeding, right? Um, and and almost you learn very quickly that you know your your instincts were right in the first place. To, I would just add a couple more things here. You know, we we have also put a premium on nice, and I know yes. that sounds like a really simple word. And you know, wh why would nice matter in business? But it does, right? You know, it very, very much matters mm -hmm. that we like each other because we spend so much time with each other and there's you there's no room for ego here right so if if you think you're all that and act like you're all that this is not going to work here right you come to here and get along because it is a family and i marvel constantly and i i don't know that i should because it would make sense when you sort of do the math of it how many of the rebels have become very very good friends um but when when you boil down how you form friendships, right? You look, you're looking for common core values with, with your friend set that say, okay, they align with this, they align with this, they align with it, okay, and, and I like them, right? So they're friends, right? Well, we, we've sort of done that for them, right? We are <laughs> self-selecting core traits that everyone has to have. And, and so that these guys have all become friends and, and just really love each other is, shouldn't actually be surprising when you look at it through that lens. Right. right. I think ego exactly. We that we we rule that out right away. The the original pre-screen, if there's even a smack of that at all, um, we we rule that out right away. Um, you know, when people tell us that they it's important to them, and I know this sounds counterintuitive, but people who say, Well, my goal is to be a supervisor and then a manager and then a this, and it's when people say those kinds of things, I admire sort of that sort of, oh, I have goals. But at the same time, if there's any sort of indication that they're doing that because they want to step over and step over and step over, we'll rule them out for me right yeah. away. Ambition is good. Ambition is very good. 
but not when it has that tinge of, well, because I want to get over someone and over someone and over yeah, I mean, someone. That, that's the what's in it for me syndrome, right? Versus what can I bring to the table for you, right? We, we, we talk a lot about empathy and emotional IQ and, and so forth. And, uh, you know, when you see people basically talk about uh, the job through their filter, their eyes, their mindset, without bothering to flip it around and say, how can I contribute to what you're doing? That does not fit, Right. right. And I just was going to introduce one more thought, right? You know, so, you know, the word rebel in our name um, means something to all of us, right? You know, and and there there is yet another sort of trait that we're looking for above the niceness and some of the things we've talked about, which has to do with the mindset that, you know, we can, if we put our mind to it, accomplish anything we set our mind to, right? That just because this was the way it was done before does not mean that this is the way it should be happening in the future. Um, we, we, we view the word rebel more like a mindset or a movement, if you will, mm-hmm. than, than a sort of a company or a brand. And when, when you are a rebel, and, and to back up just one second, I think if you were to ask, hundred people, are you a rebel? A hundred people would say they're a rebel. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean they're a rebel. That doesn't mean the life they've led makes them a rebel, but they, li- they like to think that they are, right. right? And so we're not we're not talking about just being rebellious to be for rebellious sake, right? We're talking about a way of thinking, a mindset that, you know, change is not bad. Change for change sake isn't necessarily good, but we're really looking at people who are open-minded that way and really believe that whatever challenge is put in front of them, that we will figure it out. You know, we are going to figure this out. And that's why that positivity that you talked about early on is so critical. You have to have that the positivity and that belief that with enough energy and enough imagination that whatever the challenge, we can we can overcome. Well, that vibe is contagious. Yeah. It's contagious when you when you bring that person into the room, it builds on teams, teams permeate other teams, and then that what that's what builds a brand. So once that is right. Once we hit that home run when it comes to the vibe of the people, then the business can achieve anything.